0: Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the last place you look edition. Sounds like we're talking about butts. <laughs> that's it, that's, <laughs> that is the last place I'd look is my own ass. Same. <laughs> and you would think we would learn by now. Yeah. There's oh, a, yeah. Lot, a lot of things go in and out. Oh, God. Yeah, hey. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Today is in betweeny 104 Earliest predator found so far. Ooh. And I know. And dino footprints under a restaurant table.
1: You're right. I would have never guessed. <laughs> right. I would have never guessed. Yeah. It's incredible. It's I would incredible. have guessed a few places, but not under a restaurant, a restaurant table. table. But knowing New York, that actually makes sense. <laughs> so. There's a lot of shit on the ground here. Yeah.
0: yeah. Don't look. <laughs>
1: Don't. Don't. Do yourself a favor. Don't look down. <laughs> Don't look up. Don't, Don't. just. Close your eyes and start running.
0: (laughs) Great advice from Dr. Riley. Uh, I'm Jill Chacha, and I am with, uh, just like I said, the amazing Dr. Riley. That's me. I guess I'm amazing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I'm so excited to be here
1: back in the States. Back in uh, the States. After our lovely trip to London. That's right. And I'm very excited to talk about butts or dinosaurs (laughs) or whatever you have to offer, Jill. That's right.
0: Uh, So much to offer. Uh, If this is your first time listening... Welcome to the vlog. Welcome, Dr. Riley. Here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's true. I had no idea what we were going to talk about today. Um, the only idea I had was that it would be about
1: butts because we <laughs> always end up circling back to the most important body
0: part, mm-hmm. which is your ass. That is, it is very important. Yeah, vital. <laughs> it's a vital. I was going to say organ, but it's not. <laughs> it's not an organ. It's. A lot of things. Yeah. Though, yeah. Uh, my friends, dear flock, as you may know about this show, when we're not diving into frightening holes, uh, extracting a parasite or object from someone's head, or you guessed it, but yep. we're probably talking about something very old. Oh, I love old stuff. And its discovery rewrites the history books. Amazing. Well... I hope you're hanging on to something nailed down because in the first half of the show <laughs> we need to travel back in time, so far back in time the earth looks unrecognizable and the predators on our planet were equally so. 2019. <laughs> That's right.
1: We're going back to my favorite year 2019. I'm just kidding. I have no idea what year oh we're going god. to. Oh my god.
0: For real, sure though. sounds like it, though. It's fucking for real. Uh, we're going to talk about the oldest predator ever found Amazing. so far. And then after the break, we'll learn to always keep an eye on our surroundings. Uh, one restaurant patron in China certainly did. They discovered some footprints under their table, and it opened up a whole new world. Right? Yeah. Well,
1: I'm. I'm proud of them for saying something. Because <laughs> if I saw footprints under the table, I'd be like, you know what? I got to adjust my Lexapro dose. Um shit's
0: <laughs> haunted. I'm seeing things again. I'm seeing things, Jill. So, so are we ready to begin? Yes. <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. To do so, we need to head on over to one of the meccas of archaeology. It's a place that keeps on giving, a place where the more you dig, the more fossils you find, and it's probably a surprise to hear it's in the goddamn middle of England. I believe it. <laughs> England's old,
1: man. If that, that place is old, I love England. But there, sometimes you go into a, a like a restaurant or a bathroom, and you're like, "This is old. This is old. This is very old. It smells old. It looks old." <laughs> The bricks are just ancient. Yeah, it's yeah,
0: yeah. The so, plague
1: has been here. Yeah, <laughs> the
0: plague has been here once or twice.
1: Yeah, oh, multiple <laughs> plague.
0: But I love England. It was great. Yes. Great time. I say
1: old in a hot way. Yeah, it's old and hot. <laughs> old, old and hot. <laughs> hot. Just the two things you want to be. <laughs> that's just described as. Yep,
0: that's <laughs> old and hot. Old and hot. I love it. I <laughs> so, love it. So my friends. Uh, we are actually at the Charnwood Forest, uh, if oh. you imagine, England. Okay. Uh, point to its center. Okay. And that's pretty much where you'll find it. Easy. And being the center, it's some of the oldest land of that island, uh, according to National nationalforest.org. Rubber, rubber. According to Nationalforest.org, it was created, quote, in a volcanic eruption six hundred million years ago. Oh my god. In the oceans near the South Pole. Oh. Charnwood has developed rich layers of heritage as its landscape is defined by granite topped hills, wooded valleys, heathlands, and grass grasslands. Ooh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually really love the idea of uh, granite topped hills and um <laughs> Wooded valleys? Wooded Who doesn't valleys. love a wooded valley? Yeah. You know?
0: I, I sure do. <laughs> so, love me a wooded valley. So, uh, continuing the quote, uh, the rocks of Charnwood Forest are some of the most ancient in England and Wales. They were formed in Precambrian times, oh. a.k.a. 700 million years ago. Oh, yes, of course. And are hard and resistant, giving a, rug- giving a rugged landscape, which is unique in the Midlands. Oh. End quote. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. So, so my friends... A very long story short, a lot of things died in this place over very long periods of time, making it a beacon for new discoveries and nearly irresistible for researchers. Love it. Like Dr. Phil Willoughby. Paleontist. Sorry, I just heard
1: as an American when you hear the the words doctor Dr. Phil. and phil uh, you're like no I'm yeah. going to leave <laughs> I'm <laughs> going to leave and it makes me feel bad for someone like Dr. Willby yes whose first name is Phil and any doctor whose any. first name is Phil it's so bad I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I don't think Dr. Phil is even a doctor I don't think so either I honestly don't
0: well Okay. we'll never find out we'll never
1: know <laughs> there's, no,
0: there's no way to check nope so this is dr phil willoughby paleontology lead at the british geological survey way the fuck back in 2007 just a few million years ago uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah he, <laughs> he and his team began a painstaking process they needed to clean out a 100 meter square or 330 foot square segment of rock using power jets okay or power washing basically fun i which, love which power washing yeah. it's so fun to it, wash. it's really yeah and then it gets on your shoes and it's fine yeah uh. <laughs> so they're fucking power washing and then after they power wash they had to use toothbrushes to get every crevice squeaky clean
1: it's another example of people who really freaking they love their job. fucking
0: love their job
1: i say this all the time but i'm like yeah when you love doing something, you'll use a toothbrush to clean whatever. (laughs) You
0: say that all the time. Yeah. You said it to me twice today.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. You must love this.
0: (laughs) Uh, So when that 330 foot square segment dried, they took a rubber mold of the entire surface, which, which actually captured the impression of over 1,000 fossils. That's so cool! Oh yeah. my god! That's, again, 1,000 fossils in just 100 meters. Now needless to say, it was going to take some time to analyze each one, and before we get into the fucking jackpot this team eventually hit, Dr. Marissa, I'd like to show you the team hard at work, just power washing away. <laughs>
1: Would, it's a really fun photo. I would love to see it. Nothing would make me happier.
0: Amazing. And then after that, we're, uh, I have another photo of uh, the good Dr. Phil little, literally like crawling on his hands and knees to find these fossil impressions. So. That's so metal. That's so- I love it. <laughs> all right. So here's our first photo. And all photos will be on our social media stuff. So please come on by and take a look at the team power washing. I would so do this. Look at this. How okay, cool it that? looks
1: really fun. It does. It looks really fun. It's, it's kind of like rock climbing where they've got the harnesses and they've got the ropes and they're hanging off kind of this sort of cliff. Yeah. But instead of climbing it, they're power washing the side of this like cliff. And it's really cool. It looks beautiful. It's that granite rock that we were just talking yeah. about. And um, it looks very fun. Yes. I I feel like... I wouldn't do it,
0: but I would think about it. Yes. The the, one, the person on the left has a great stance. Look at that stance. That The width of their legs, they're ready. This is not their first rodeo.
1: No, no. This is the stance <laughs> I make when like uh, the MTA is a little more rickety
0: than usual. Yeah. And you have
1: to kind of act like you're surfing uh-huh. a bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an incredible stance. All right, now let's check out uh, the next photo of Dr. Phil Willby using a 3D laser scanner to make sure nothing gets missed because, honestly... When we take a look at this it's a fucking jumble damn it's a jumble so please if you would dr marissa take a look at the ground and please tell us how fine and maybe even chaotic these impressions are take a look
1: oh my god this is amazing all right okay so he is on yeah he's on his uh hands and knees and he is standing over this rock and when you look up close, the rock has all of these teeny tiny little etchings and fossils and stuff like that. And he's yeah. got this weird looking laser that kind of <laughs> looks like a, a, a clothing iron.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's just going for it, making magic happen. Making the magic. Yeah, so just by looking at these two photos and hearing that a thousand fossils had to be sorted, you can, gotta get, you can get a sense of how slow progress was. Yeah. But my friends, it was goddamn worth it. Yes. So please, Dr. Marissa, tell us who they found according to the British Geological Survey, or BGS for short. I- I would absolutely
1: love to talk about it. All right, quote: Geologists have found the fossil of the earliest known animal predator. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see this movie. All right, the uh, five hundred, the five hundred sixty million year old specimen is the first of its kind, but it is related to the group that includes corals, jellyfish and anemones living on the planet today, end quote. There you go. So it's a predator that is also kind of a sea situation. Exactly. Animal it thing. It is. Totally is. Predator. You got it. Yeah. Put that on a title. <laughs> Netflix. There you go. I'll watch that series or movie. Sorry. I don't know if you could stretch it out. Who knows?
0: They can make it an eight-hour thing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Leave it to the writers. <laughs> so my friends... That's right, an animal 560 million years old and an animal that clearly ate other animals. Yes. Now, before we get into how we know this and what it looks like and why its discovery is a big fucking deal, I have the honor of telling you it was named after Sir David Attenborough. I love this. Who, is, who already has over 40 plants and animals named after him. <laughs> Dude! That's a lot! Oh my god! It's incredible. That's really adorable. It's incredible, yeah. it's adorable, and it's... <laughs> Probably because we're running out of unproblematic heroes. <laughs> we don't have that many. <laughs> Come on, Attenborough. Don't be uh, gripey. Yeah, don't be. Uh, yeah. And just, he just has to live forever, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this creature was named Aurora Lumina Attenborough. Beautiful. Aurora Lumina, which is actually really very pretty. Quote, the first part of its name is Latin for dawn lantern. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. It's really, very pretty. I'm taken.
1: That's so poetic. It also sounds like a Harry Potter spell. like Aurora Lumina. Exactly.
0: <laughs> you got to it
1: before I did. She had a wand and everything. It was amazing. Uh,
0: so uh, it's Latin for dawn lantern in recognition of its great age and resemblance to a burning torch. End quote from the BGS. That's fucking stunning. I'm, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And it does... Kind of look like a burning torch, kind of. Everyone imagine that. But I'd like to describe it in a different way. Okay. Okay. Everyone, please imagine the stem of a flower. Easy. Done. (laughs) Okay. Now, where the stamen and petals are, uh, just remove all that crap and slap a sea anemone on top. Cool as fuck. So, it's like a, it's like a, uh,
1: a lollipop, anemone lollipop. Yeah.
0: Yeah. With a stem. Mm -hmm. So, not a lollipop at all. But... (laughs) It's what Jill said. (laughs) Yes. So, Dr. Marissa, what do you think? I have an artist's rendering here. Yes! And a photo of the actual impression the animal's body left behind. So, please tell us what you think it looks like. And just a heads up. This little guy was a wee eight inches, or twenty-seven centimeters in height, yet it was spotted among a thousand other creatures. I I
1: still wanna see the movie of it terrorizing the Earth. I can't wait. wait. would love to see it, but I I have to see the picture first. Okay, so
0: this is the rendering, the artist's rendering.
1: Yeah, that thing is gonna come and
0: get us! It's going to get us. It
1: Fingers of, crossed. It, no, 2023 is coming. <laughs> it's coming and we're running out of things to be scared of. Right. We need a new thing. And I think this is it. Yeah. And it kind of looks like all oh, of it has like a fallopian tube kind yeah. of vibe. It's got, it's <laughs> like <laughs> it's got kind of like a, yeah, it's like this sort of, uh, I don't know how the, I'm, go, I'm just going to assume the colors. Right. But it's, It's like a shirt sleeve kind of a like imagine a empty shirt sleeve that is sort of a tan color and then out from the shirt sleeve instead of your hand is a bunch of little pink tubes. Yeah, like like tentacles or something. Macaronis. (laughs) So it kind of looks like an alien's arm and fingers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty great. I really like it. It's pretty cool. All right, so this is what they actually found in the rock.
1: Oh, I love it. It's pretty cool. Oh, I love it. I don't even know how to dis- it almost looks like yeah. a, a like a an illustration, a line drawing of someone's fist. Yeah, the top does look like a clenched fist. It yeah. looks like a clenched fist and that goes down into a really skinny arm that I'm jealous of. Okay. <laughs>
0: So why is this creature about the size of an adult human hand so damn important? Well, drum roll, please. (laughs) Quote, the discovery of Aurora Lumina throws into question when modern groups of animals appeared on earth. Cool. It's generally held that modern animal, modern, (laughs) I can do this. We got this. It's generally held that modern animal groups like jellyfish appeared 540 million years ago, but this complex predator predates that by 20 million years. It's also the earliest creature we know of to have a skeleton. Hot damn. Put a pin in that. Yes. So far, we've only found one, but it's massively exciting to know there must be others out there. Holding the key to when complex life began on Earth, Dr. Phil Wilby said to BGS. Mmm. Mmm. So this changes everything. everything. Absolutely everything. Everything, you guys. Y'all. Holy shit. My friends, this 8-inch hunter was around well before we thought any animal could be around. So this is a big shakeup. And I said an interesting word back there, skeleton. Yes. So, Dr. Marissa, please tell us, what do we mean by this? What did this thing probably have? And why is that important, too? i would freaking love to talk about it all right from stephen luntz of iflscience.com
1: quote skeleton here does not mean possessing vertebra like uh humans or fish uh aurora Aurora lumina Nailed uh, nailed it is thought to have had a tough exoskeleton like modern hard corals it was around 20 centimeters or 8 inches long and topped by a crown of short tentacles thought to have been used to capture phytoplankton and emerging animal prey Dr. Frankie Dunn, I really like that name. I don't know why. (laughs) Of of the Oxford University Museum of Natural History, who led the study, explained the creature's significance goes much further. Uh, Quote, most other fossils from this time have extinct body plans, and it's not clear how they are related to living animals. This one clearly has a skeleton. With densely packed tentacles that would have waved around, capturing passing food, much like corals and sea anemones do today. End quote. So basically, yeah, this thing is a lot like things we've seen today. Unlike other ancient animals, which were like, there's, yeah, like whoops, they're fully gone, fully gone, fully gone. But this one had a cool exoskeleton. Yeah, it was like, and passed it
0: along, Corals oh, and passed it along. You're, you're, yep, yep, you got it. Yep, we got it, folks. It's like you read
1: a lot about this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this 560 million-year-old predator slash animal slash relative of today's creatures just rewrote the history books, and there's more of them out there somewhere in Charnwood Forest. Yes. And that also means its relatives are somewhere in there, too. Yes. And God only knows what that fucking thing might look like i mean how do you how do you even know what to look for i have no idea
1: i'm trying to imagine like just walking through a forest and like coming upon that yeah would it be like a little i have no idea no idea and and i'm also imagining it much bigger and running towards me and chasing me (laughs) for the length of a feature film
0: which nowadays is about six hours there you go can't wait yep so this is a task I do not envy, but luckily the good Dr. Phil, not the other one, is up for it. So, after the break, we're going to brunch. Finally. (laughs) And we're going to have a side of 100 million year old footprints with our mimosa. Loving it. Stay tuned. Please do. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back, and my friends, let's start this segment of the show by going to the movies. I love the movies. It's <laughs> right. easy. Fire up your YouTube. Uh, we're gonna watch one of the most memorable scenes from one of the most memorable movies. A scene from the equally magical and problematic Jurassic Park. I
1: love Jurassic Park, <laughs> but I haven't seen it in like twenty years.
0: Yeah. So <sighs> So Ooh. I know. uh Dear Flock. Please search Jurassic Park 1993. Welcome to Jurassic Park scene. Sure. All right. Let's, uh, let's set the stage here. Uh, Ellie, played by the great Laura Dern. Her hero. Yeah. Uh, is riding along in a Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie's riding along in a Jeep with her significantly older lover, Alan, played by Sam Neill. And our best friend, Jeff Goldblum, yeah. is in the, the backseat being Jeff Goldblum. Love Jeff. Fuck, we love you, Jeff. So uh, we're starting around the 22nd mark. Uh, when Sam pulls off his sunglasses in amazement.
1: Ah, uh, uh, I can see it now, yeah, right? yeah. oh so, yeah. So
0: memorable. So Dr. Marissa, please tell us what dinosaur do you see? Oh my All god. Right, hold on now, I'm gonna pull it up.
1: Okay, oh my god, I remember this <laughs> so clearly. So
0: let's let's just watch it for a few seconds. Again, this is around the 20 second mark. All right, Sam is taking off his glasses. Now
1: this species of variformis has been extinct since the Cretaceous period, I mean this thing is- a Laura Cretaceous 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 Dern is busy looking yeah. at a leaf, yeah. and he turns her head to look at a dinosaur! Um a dinosaur. What kind of dinosaur is this? I should know it. Oh, the score is unforgettable. Pause. Um oh, what is it called? Are they about what? to say it? They they're about to say okay, it. Okay, okay. Did you want to describe it? Um, it's the kind where it's kind of like a, a giraffe sort of a yeah, vibe yeah like exactly a, it's got a long neck and it's got a pretty big body but it's like you know four-legged there you go with a long tail
0: that's perfect that's even how wikipedia describes it really so, <laughs>
1: yes yeah, so, that was a pretty terrible <laughs> description <laughs> oh my god wikipedia step it
0: up <laughs> they need more donations yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> so let's continue with the uh this amazing fucking scene here okay. we go <clears throat> Laura Dern looks
1: awesome she in looks these amazing. mom shorts. She's making them work. Okay, this thing is huge. <laughs> it's a it's dinosaur. <laughs> it is.
0: You're crazy, son. Yeah, it's impossible not to sing along.
1: Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't even realize I was doing it. Um, Okay, so they didn't say what kind. They just said it was a dinosaur. Yeah. Can you tell me what kind of Absolutely, dinosaur Absolutely, yes. Thank God. Oh, it's killing me. Okay. So
0: that crazy son of a bitch cloned a seropod. Oh, shit. And this massive creature is the star of our segment today. But before we get into the delightful discovery that was made just a few months ago, Dr. Marissa, what do you say? Do you want to run down a few... Uh, fun facts about these sauropods.
1: Nothing would make me happier. I fucking love a sauropod. That's right. Uh,
0: I'll go first. Uh, From our other best friend, the wiki, quote, sauropods had very long necks, long tails, small heads relative to the rest of their body, and four thick pillar-like legs. Yes, pillar-like. There you go. Seriously. They are notable for the enormous sizes attained by some species, and the group includes the largest animals to have ever lived on land. Fuck yeah. Continuing the quote, uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, named, the name
1: sauropoda was coined by O.C. Marsh in 1878 and is derived from ancient Greek, meaning lizard foot. I love it. <laughs> Sauropods are one of the most recognizable groups of dinosaurs and have become a fixture in popular culture due to their impressive size oh yeah some like the diplodocids, diplodocids, uh possess tremendously long tails which uh they may have been able to crack like a whip as a signal or uh to deter or injure predators or make sonic booms that's so cool uh uh a 108 to 112 but long uh, uh, at, oh, sorry, I'm going to do this again, because so, uh, I want to get this right, Supersaurus uh, at 108 to 112 feet long uh, was the longest sauropod uh, t- uh, known from reasonably complete remains, but others like the old record holder Diplodocus were also extremely long. Oh, I did it, I end quote. I
0: think there's more quote. Just kidding. (laughs) You know, just giving you a round of applause. Nailed it. Fucking nailed it. So, the tallest sauropod was the giant Barosaurus at 22 meters or 72 feet tall. Fuck yeah. By comparison, the giraffe, the tallest living animal today, is only five to six meters or 16 to 18 feet tall. A wee thing. In comparison. Fucking wee wee as shit. (laughs) The longest terrestrial animal alive today, the African elephant. Can only reach lengths of 7.3 meters or 24 feet long. End quote. And remember that the Supersaurus uh, was about 112 feet long. So
1: amazing, amazing. They were big.
0: They were fucking big. They were, they were, were called big. super for a reason. Hey, yes, they were, and yeah. So as such, they left behind big ass footprints. Yes. So my friends, let's head on over to July of this year, to an undisclosed delicious restaurant in southwest China. What a shift. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's really no way to segue. No. (laughs) Um, An eagle-eyed patron and probably a member of the flock happened to glance down at the floor below them and saw this. Okay. Dr. Marissa, I have a photo of something outlined. Please tell us what it looks like to you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Here we go. I mean, it's it looks like a
1: big dinosaur's foot <laughs> yeah, it does. and it looks like i guess so it's in rock it's in the rock Yeah, it's in the rock and i'm guessing in this restaurant this is the outdoor patio you got it okay so this was the patio because i was like if y'all are if y'all just put a hut over the ground uh, then you might need a regulations <laughs> yes. might need to be adhered to but yeah and then it looks like they have uh someone has delicately outlined it yeah. uh with some sort of white paint
0: mm-hmm. and there's like three cute toes in the front and Very two cute. cute toes in the back yeah and just to give you a sense of proportion here it is against one of the researchers there it is. Oh, it's pretty big. And it's pretty it's, fucking big. I would
1: say it's the size of this researcher's head, yeah. if not bigger. Yeah. yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So, my friends, this is one footprint from a new set of footprints belonging to two dinosaurs that walked side by side some 100 million years ago.
1: Oh, God. That's adorable. They we were walking together. <laughs> oh, were they friends or lovers? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we were watching Endgame before this, and Endgame just ruins
0: my emotions. It just shreds me at the core. Yes. Very, very emotional. Yep. So, <laughs> Dr. Marissa, who confirmed the footprints and what else can you tell us about these big old dinos? Oh my God, let's talk about it. Okay, from NPR, quote,
1: paleontologist Dr. Lida Zing was one of the experts called in to investigate. He told CNN that his team used a 3D scanner to confirm that the imprints were left by seropods. Uh Quote, all of these dinosaurs hatched, out of eggs that were about the size of a grapefruit. So they were kind of like popcorn to the carnivores of their time, said Riley Black, a paleontologist and science writer. Their whole game plan evolutionarily speaking was to eat a whole bunch of plants and get as big as fast as and get big as fast as possible." End quote. So basically, they were yeah. They were going to be food unless yeah. They got too big to be food.
0: Exactly. It's a genius. Genius plan. Genius plan. You can't swallow something that's 112 feet long. You can't swallow you can. me if I'm big. That's right. Put it on a tote. Put so, it on a tote. <laughs> so, judging by the size of the footprints, uh, researchers were able, were able to estimate the size of the animal. They were about 8 meters or 26 feet long. That's pretty goddamn long. It's really long. Yeah. I'm happy to report these prints are safe behind fencing in the restaurant courtyard. But, as with most things nowadays, not even fossils are completely safe from human expansion. That's so sad. So fucking sad. Uh, Scott Persons, a paleontologist at the College of Charleston and co-worker with the Chinese scientists uh, who made the discovery, told NPR, quote, "...I would say right now China in particular, with regards to dinosaur footprints, is undergoing a fossil renaissance." a lot of new and exciting spots are being discovered. That's so cool. So fucking cool. And quote. Dr. Lida Zing, who works on the seropod footprint discovery, told Fizz.org, even though there are more fossils discovered, they have been more difficult to preserve as the country undergoes extensive development. Yeah. Lida and fellow colleagues rush to visit new finds within 24 hours, so nothing is lost. Oh my God, that's hor- they.
1: They can't even,
0: like, yeah.
1: They, they got to drop everything. They got to drop their sandwiches. That's right. And just run to the fossils in China. <laughs> That's right. So Dr. Sorry, I can't make the game tonight because I'm running to a fossil in China. So great. Urgent. So urgent. So Dr. Marissa,
0: why do we want to save these footprints anyway? Oh, well, I can because they're cool, they're but fucking cool. I
1: would also like to talk about the scientific reason. All right, from NPR quote, while fossil footprints might not seem quite as dramatic as finding bones, they allow paleontologists to take a unique glimpse into how dinosaurs lived. Uh, tracks are fossilized behavior, this is the motion of a living animal. And usually tracks are some of the only evidence that we have of dinosaurs' social behavior. Uh, End quote. Riley Black said, that's cool as fuck. I never ever thought about fossils that way. But like, they track what they freaking did. They track that they walked together. They walked together. Because they were friends. They were friends. Or something more. Or something more. Or one of them wanted to be something more. And the other one was mm -hmm. like, I don't
0: know... Yeah, I don't want to ruin the friendship. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like that. Yep. So, my friends, how cool is it to know that these massive creatures were chomping down on trees in the exact same place humans were eating overpriced brunch? It really does bring a tear to your eye. Seriously, I feel so connected. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> let's save these footprints. Save the footprints. Save the footprints. Look under your table in China. <laughs> That's right. Anywhere you are, just take a fucking look. Take a look. You might find a dollar. <laughs> That's right. Or footprint, <laughs> uh, and thank you for listening, rating, subscribing, telling your friends about the oldest goddamn predator. Fuck yeah! So fucking old, so old. So write, rewriting the whole, just burn everything we know. Just yeah. burn it.
1: <laughs> burn everything. Yeah. And only, only love the old. What did we call England earlier? Old and hot. Old and hot. Old and hot. Gotta England. love something old and hot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. And please stay interesting. Please do.